okay. Life of sanctification is not a real easy life to live. But a life of sanctification is a life that you've got to put forth an effort. And being that what Christ had done for you to bring you to the point that where you can be sanctified, see, it's not automatically. And since he brought you to a point that you can be sanctified, you and I should put forth every effort to please him in our walk. Amen. Amen. Because, see, our walk determines whether or not we're going to glory or not. And our sanctification is going to have to be a part of our makeup to make it to glory. We're just not going to waltz in now. Amen. Why did you say that? Because there's still so much uncleanliness that is in our fleshly life and God has to work on us to get it out, which calls purification, sanctification, becoming holy, becoming set apart. And all of this plays a part in the walk of a saint's life. And guess what? Can I give y'all some breaking news? And we all failed in that area. Come on, somebody. But you know the good part about it is? You still up on top of the ground, so therefore you still have an opportunity to be saved. You still have an opportunity to please God with your walk. Because guess what? There's nothing that you have done that God won't forgive you but blaspheming of the Holy Ghost. So guess what? That means you got a chance. Huh? Amen. Lamont, I messed up, but I got a chance. Come on, somebody. I was guilty, but I got a chance. Why? Because God showed me his unmerited favor. Did y'all hear that one? So, sanctification is defined as being set apart and declared holy. Consecrated. And you we, we we can't meet that criteria unless we set ourselves apart, not from uh, 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 the people, but set ourselves apart from the actions of the people. Did y'all hear that one? Because guess what? Their actions would draw you in and you would be partakers of their sin. So we are living in a life that we must dedicate it to God. Now, now, now check this one out. If we go for what all God did, and I don't want to get off in my message, so I'm trying to stay out of there. From what God did for us, come on somebody, we ought to be willing to say, Lord, how is it? How can I? Dedicate my life to you. Come on now. 
you ought to be able to say, Lord, how can I dedicate my love to you? Y'all remember that old song kind of went like, I dedicate my life to the one I love. Oh! So are you still loving him or is you loving God? So take a closer look at how you are living under the banner of salvation. We got to look at how we are living under the banner of salvation. We can't walk like we used to. We can't do what we used to do. You can, but you're not going to glory with it. There's nothing that you used to do that you can't go back and do. But there are some consequences and there is a cost especially to those that came under the blood of Jesus Christ. There is some consequences. Folks are paying them consequences right today. And here's the catch here. You're going to pay the consequences while you are on top of the ground, and then you're going to pay the consequences when you go under the ground. So guess what? You got a double payment. I'd rather pay all mine now. I'd rather pay all mine now, Lamont, so when I get there, that it can be paid in full. Come on, somebody. God, that God may say, you are guilty, but forgiven. Come on, somebody. And that's the problem here. We don't want to work toward being forgiven. Come on now. We want to overlook. We got to stop living a life of overlooking. Amen. Because one thing for certain, God ain't overlooking nothing. Amen. So, I heard a little bit about the Old Testament sanctification. Now, we all can agree that Israel was a chosen generation. Am I right? But the fact of the matter is, if Israel couldn't get away with not pleasing God, what gives you the idea you are? If Israel could not make it out of the wilderness and, 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 and enjoy the promised land, what makes us think we are? Come on now. God foretold Israel life before they even went to Egypt. Then told them they were going to stay down in Egypt 400 years. And after 400 years, he was going to deliver them and bring them out with a mighty stretched hand. God did exactly what he said he was going to do. He said, but when I bring you out, you ought to be a people unto me. And I will be your God, and you will be my people. Come on, somebody. Now, if you're going to be a people unto God, guess what? Main thing you got to do is do what God say. We got to understand that, guess what? We cannot continue 
to live unto our own. If we continue to live unto our own, hell awaits us. That means that all the work that God put into you went in vain. All the blood that was shed for the nation of Israel, guess, now, now, now check this out, all the blood that was shed for the nation of Israel, only two people went to the promised land that came out of Egypt. Now you think God planned. Uh, for the people that he chose to be his, and he killed them all in the wilderness, and he didn't even, wait, whoa, whoa, and he didn't even allow the leader to go to the promised land. The one that he used to bring them out of Egypt, he didn't even make it. So guess what? Nobody is exempt. Mother, father, brother, sister, children, daughters, sons, nephews, and cousins. Nobody is exempt. Amen. And you know what the sad thing about him? You ain't going to be able to ride in off of nobody's coattail. You understand? You're going to have to be the one to stand before God. Amen. You ain't going to be able to get anybody to stand up before God with you to give God an answer why you didn't do what you were supposed to do. Nobody. Little Lamont, your big daddy ain't going to be able to stand up there with you when you got to stand before God. You're going to be looking for big daddy and God ain't going to allow him in the room. Just going to be you and him. And you and I going to get just what God said we deserve. You can buckle up if you want to. You can think you tough when you stand before it, but guess what? When you get there, you're going to bow down. Hmm. So, that being the case, as the Old Testament uh, sanctification, they had to dedicate themselves. They had to purify themselves. They had to consecrate themselves into the service of God. Let me tell you something. It might seem to be a small thing. But your service unto God will speak volumes for you. Come on, somebody. When it's time to get up out of here. If you don't have no service unto God, what can you reap from God? So whatever a man soweth, so shall he reap. Come on now. If you sow hidden and missing, God going to tell you, hypothetically, I'm going to miss you today. <laughs> huh? You missed me yesterday, so I'm going to miss you today. Because you got to get what you sow. That's the law. Amen. For a minute. Go to go 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 to go to uh, Exodus six. It was something in six and eight back in the old temple. And, and, and you know what? Better thank God that you wasn't in the wilderness. Uh, 
We're living too good now. Come on, somebody. We got it too easy now. If it get too hot, you turn on the air. If it get too cold, you turn on the heat. What if you had to stay in tents? Where was you going to get your air and heat from? Huh? You're going to be running for the nearest shade tree you can find. Come on, somebody. And when it got cold, you're going to be trying to find the nearest animal. You can skin him and get his, get his coat to keep you warm. Come on now. You know how y'all don't like, uh, 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 I'm, I'm going to get to the hip. You know how y'all don't like to eat, uh, 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 some of you, you, you turn your nose up if you have to eat cold food. Huh? What were you going to do when you were in the wilderness? Come on now. Some of you frown up at, at leftovers. That going to come a day you're going to wish you had leftovers. Come on, somebody. Some homeless is already eating leftovers. They going, they filtering through the trash looking for them a hamburger or something. Come on now. While you running to the house, going in the refrigerator and having a choice of what you going to eat. Come on, somebody. Better shake yourself. Amen. And be thankful unto God. Huh? This is time for every saint of God to be thankful. Let's go to the scripture. Go to the scripture. Boy, like the uh, sixth verse says, Wherefore said unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you from under the burdens of the Egyptians. And will rid you out of their bondage, and will redeem you with a stretched out arm, and will great judge. Now, my question to you is: Have not God redeemed you from the hand of the enemy? Well, why we act like we want to run back to him? You know, running back to the world is just like you running back to Egypt. Running back to the world is just like you running back to the hands of Satan. And God done redeemed you and then called you his people. And our gratitude don't seem to match what God done already done. Whoa. Could nobody else redeem you? Huh? We was going fast. Nowhere. Going down the highway of a dead end street. Amen. And you ought to thank God that you still alive. Because there were some days in your life that you could have been dead and sleeping in your grave. Come on somebody. You just missed some accidents that you thought that you were lucky. But guess what? God snatched you. God kept you. Why did he do it? Because he had a purpose to save you. And not just to save you, but to sanctify you. Hmm. Think about that one. 
He kept you. He took you out with a stretched out hand. I don't care what nobody tell you. It was God that pulled you out of the world. It was God that led you out of the world. It was God that gave you a reason to come to the house of God. To see what God had to put on the table. And then he said, and I will take you to me for a people. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Think about that one. Take you to a people. Amen. Ain't nothing like having a child that do not respect or gratitude about the things that you have done in their life. Huh? You done broke your back going, getting up, going to work so that they can have a roof over their head, food in their mouth, clothes on their back, and they didn't have to go barefooted. Just to show you the gratitude that they have for you for what you've done. And to have none is a slap in the face. Hmm? Now check this one out. Same thing happened with God. And I will take you to me for a people. And I will be to you a God. He didn't say I will be to you just old friend, did he? He said I will be to you a God. Come on, somebody. You know what? The thing about it is, we try to make parents our friends. Come on, somebody. But they are our parents. And we should treat and respect them as our parents. Stop looking for mama and daddy to be your friend. Because mama and daddy going to have to tell you some tough stuff one day. And guess what? If they've been too much of your friend, they ain't going to be able to tell you. Because you know why? You ain't going to receive it, and you're going to have a smart mouth to talk back. I know I'm on straight street. So, and he said, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God. Which bringeth you out from under the burden of the Egyptians. And I will bring you into a land concerning thee which I have sworn to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. What do that say? God never breaks a promise. Huh? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was not down in the nation of, uh, 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 of, of Egypt until Joseph went back and got his daddy. Huh? But guess how long that promise was? That promise was from the time of Abraham to the day that you live in right now. Y'all trying to make me sweat before it's time. 
I swore to give them, and I will give it to you for an inheritance. And I am the Lord. Wow. God said he's going to give it to you as an inheritance. He's going to give it to you as an inheritance. God going to give you something that you didn't even buy. God going to give you something that you had no part in making. Come on, somebody. He said you're going to inherit what the promise was to your forefathers. Good God Almighty. And God always keeps his word down to the letter. Amen. Amen. But, you know, just an oversight how God, they, how God uh, uh, wanted his people to be in his care. And if you're going to be in the care of God, God is a sanctified God. So guess what? You, uh, if you're going to be in his family, you got to be a sanctified saint. Come on now. Just for one more second, go to uh, Leviticus chapter 11. Then we're going to get down to uh, the new saints. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. Girl, I wasn't intending to do this this morning. But it is what it is. Leviticus chapter 11 and the verse is 44. Are we there? The very first verse of that, uh, uh, 44, it says, For I am the Lord your God. You should therefore... Oh, wait a minute. You're the one that's got to do some work. You're the one got to sanctify yourself. You're the one got to break loose from what you used to do. Stop telling God, take this from me. You take it from you. You drop it like it's hot. You separate yourself from it. Come on, somebody. Stop telling God about you got the I can't help it. You can help it. You just got to put a press. You got to put forth an effort. You got to put heaven in your view. If I don't break a loose, if I don't separate myself, that heaven that I got in my view, I'll never make it there. Uh, you got to learn how to look at what you are losing versus what you lost. Huh? If you keep viewing what you lost, guess what? You're going to lose out on glory. Come on now. That's why Paul said, I put all that mess behind me. Amen. Paul had to sanctify himself. Paul had to realize the, 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 the status quo that I live, being a, a chief of the Pharisees, having royal clothes, living in the palace, guess what? Calling shots had the authority to kill folks and put them in jail. All of that stuff that I used to do. I can't do no more. Huh? Come on now. That means we got to stop going back. Picking up bad habits. Huh? 
We got to stop going back, picking up bad lifestyles. Oh, you supposed to be, we supposed to be different now. Huh? We supposed to have the hope of glory living in us. Come on, somebody. So, look what he said. He said, and ye shall therefore sanctify yourself, and ye shall be holy, for I am holy, neither shall you defile yourself with any manner of creeping things that creep it up on the earth. What they, uh, why we always trying to follow these folks that always talk about, uh, eat this here, this is a delicacy. Huh? Try this. Wait a minute. I got one for y'all. Try this frog leg. They taste just like chicken. <laughs> what is it that God had required? For frog legs and snakes to be part of your delicacy. Uh-oh. When he said, do not defile yourself with any matter of creeping thing that creeping up on the earth. Hold on a minute, hold on a minute. What that verse 44? Let me let me see something. Just hold your horses right there. Hold your horses right there. For I am the Lord your God, so consecrate yourself. Be holy, for I am holy. You shall not make yourself unclean with any of the swaddling thing that swarms or crawl on the ground. Huh? Go on and get you some uh, some 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 chocolate co- co- chocolate coated bees. <laughs> <coughs> Just because they put some chocolate. <laughs> Come on now. Chocolate coated ants or whatever. Huh? Following the lifestyle of everybody else. Come on now. Lord. Is you gonna bless this whole handful of chocolate and something to eat? After you done told me not to eat nothing that creeps up on the ground? Come on now. Yes, ma'am. Don't need you some insects then. I ain't asking God to purify no insects for me to eat. Come on, somebody. I mean, what, what they say don't mean nothing. It's what God said. You know, we got to go by what God said. Come on, somebody. So go on, you know. It, 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 it might be a day that you might have to eat a whole lot of things. You better let that day come to the point that I got to to live. Don't be talking about no delicacy now. Smell. 
guess what? Stick with stick with the chicken. Yes, ma'am. By who? What about it? That was something that the nation of Israel wasn't allowed to eat. That was under the Old Testament law. Amen. Now, but this spoke of the fowls and the crawling things up on the earth. I would guess so. You know what I told my, you know what I told my, uh, uh, my, my granddaughter? I said, girl, I ain't coming down there with y'all eating all the Oh, Papa, you might ought to try it. You, 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 you might like it. I told her, yeah, you might not know who you eating either. You might not know who he ate and then you eating him. I said, you might be eating your cousin. Come on, somebody. Cause the gator ain't got, and he ain't choice about who he eat and what he eat. Come on, somebody. Amen. Don't be you a cowboy and going in out there and, and uh, kill you a rattlesnake and, 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 and skin him and go on and roast him and go. Go ahead on. Do you. Let's get back to the scripture. Before we get too far. But I am the Lord, I bring you out of the land of Egypt that you may be holy unto me. This is the law of the beast and of the fowl and of every creeping thing that moveth in the waters and every creeping thing upon the earth to make a difference. So you got to make a difference between the clean and the unclean, between the beast that may be eaten and the beast not to be eaten. Now, this diet was given to the nation of Israel. It wasn't given to the heathen. Heathen ate what they wanted to eat. But the nation of Israel had to be separated from what the world did to what God wanted them to do. It's about what God wants you to do. Let me tell you something else. It don't make no difference what you eat if you ain't gonna if you ain't gonna follow the commandments of God. What difference will make what you eat? If you're gonna live a hell of life, what difference will make what you eat? You still going to hell? What you eat might send you quicker. Come on, somebody. So you need to look at the more bigger of the map. It's not in the word of God. Come on now. Trying to please God. Trying to be sanctified with God. Come on now, being led by the Holy Ghost. If you ain't going to do that, you just wasn't going to get you a dozen of frog legs. Eat that many of them you want. Come on, somebody. Just get it. Just, just go and get happy about it. Do, do it all. Huh? You know what? There is no point in going to hell from the church. If you're going to go to hell, 
now. Don't try to pin pick God, fellas, by what you do. If you ain't gonna if you ain't gonna do it right, you just want to do it out there. Amen. So, New Testament sanctification is still a requirement for God's people. And it's a requirement. Wait a minute now. It's a requirement now. It's a requirement for the born again saints of God. If you don't want to be born again, it does not apply to you. Did y'all hear that one? If you don't want to be born again of water and of spirit, sanctification does not apply to you. God's grace period is the time for you to sanctify yourself. You and I has to work on ourselves. Stop looking for you going to wake up and God going to change you. Huh? Somebody lied to you. Where you laid down and went to sleep and woke up the next morning, the same person is in you. Amen? You might try to forget it, but God don't forget it. So then you got to strive to be in it be in the family of God. And the only way that you're going to be there is you got to be born again. Not born at, born again. A lot of folks is born at. Yeah. You trying to figure it out? Go to church and claim that you're born again. you born at. This is an action. Huh? This is an action, and it is following by the unction of God. Do what God moved you to do. Come on now. Amen. You know what I used to? I got to the point where I was telling folks to be telling me about, well, you said you got to be born of the water and the spirit. He said, you got to be born in the name of Jesus Christ. Scripture also said, you got to be born Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. You know what? I took the argument off right there. And I said, well, look at it like this. If you got one, you just got one chance. I've been I got two, but I got both of them. I was born, I was baptized in Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, and I was baptized in Jesus. I got two chances to make the heaven. How many chances? If one won't get me there, the other will surely win. Yeah, I know how to pick your balance. You know, I, I could have went through a whole lot of scriptures and showed them, but I didn't have time for that. They know, they don't read books, they know, they just ignore them. Some folks read and ignore them. Just like folks read about sanctification and ignore it. So let's go to John chapter 17. There's one thing for certain. The Bible is right. 
and everybody else is wrong. Come on, somebody. If God said you must be born again in water and of spirit, you cannot see the kingdom of heaven, you ain't going to see it. Come on now. John 17 and 12. Let me tell you something. If you ever want to be or live a sanctified life under God. See, you got you got you gotta you gotta look at what's really important. It's what's unto God. What's unto God? What I live must be unto God. Because it's God's heaven that I'm trying to get to. Huh? Amen. So whatever the scriptures say, because the scripture was given for your ammunition. The scripture was given for your example. If it took them to get there, if it took them the word of God to please God, it's going to take the same thing for you. Amen. If there were restrictions for the nation of Israel, when you become grafted in to the family of God, it's going to bring restrictions for your life as well. Come on now. If you ain't going to believe what the book says, close the book and go and find you a storybook to read. Go find you Mary Poppins or somebody to read. Huh? Go find you Star Wars or somebody. If you ain't going to read, believe what the word of God says. Come on now. You just want to close the book. Because you know what I found out? That the book said that heaven and earth is going to pass away, but the word of God is going to remain. I want to stick with that which remains. Come on, somebody. You know what? Because my friends want to go to hell, I don't want to follow them. Go to hell by yourself. Ain't nothing down there for me. Come on now. It's enough heat on top of the ground. Listen, I'm going down under the ground. John 17 verses 12 says, While I was with them in the world. In, somebody say in the world. You still there. I kept them in thy name, those that thou gave me, I have kept, and none of them is lost but the son of perdition. That was Judas. That the scripture might be, the scripture might be what? The scripture might be what? So guess what? The word of God is going to be fulfilled whether you believe it or not. Huh? The word of God is going to go down with your with you believing or you not believing. It's going to happen. 
Come on, somebody. The prediction of what Judas did had already been predicted, and guess what? It came to pass. You can't stop the word of God from coming to pass. You either got to flow with it or flow out of it. Amen. Okay, okay, let's read it then. And now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in... Wait a minute. Now, actually, Jesus is praying for me. Huh? He talking to the Father on your behalf. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Lord, they still in the world. And you know what's going on in the world. But I need you, Lord God, to keep them in your name. That I have kept them in your name. Wow. Well, come on. What were we at? Let's read it. I have given them. Given them what? He gave them the word that God gave him. And the world hated them because they are not of the world. If you don't follow the word of God, you're going to lose some freedom. Did y'all hear me? But if you don't try to please your friends, you're going to displease the word of God. You will not follow what God has said for your life. You got to understand, the word of God came for your life. It's your life. It's your life that God is trying to save. Not the world. Amen. And a lot of times when it comes down to people, we allow our feelings to get in the way of what God is doing. Come on, somebody. First and foremost, it's your life that needs to be saved before you can think about trying to save somebody else's life. Huh? It's me, oh Lord, that stands in the need of prayer. Come on, somebody. It's me, Lord, that needs your hand upon my life. Amen. The problem comes, pride gets in the way. You want to be your own man. But you didn't die for you. You didn't hang on the cross for you. You did not Make it so that you can give salvation to your own self. So then you need a reality check. I need God. Huh? I need God not just today. I need God every day. Thanks be to God that he was there yesterday. But since this is a brand new day, God, I need you today. Amen. So he said, I have given them thy word. Don't nothing come from God without the word of God. And the world hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. So guess what? If you go on to where God is, guess what? We got to start acting and trying to perfect our life as Jesus did. 
yourself after the Lord. Amen. He said, I pray not that thou should take them out of the world. Because see, that means you're going to the grave. Because rapture ain't taking place yet. Huh? So if he take you out of the world, then that means you got to go to the dust. Huh? And believe it or not, I don't know about you, I ain't ready yet. <laughs> huh? Do it, is, is anybody in here that know what the other side of the dust look like yet? Is anybody ready to go find out? If you will, come back and tell me. Because I ain't ready to go find out yet. Come on, somebody. Huh? Hey, man. Let's keep it real. We all want to go to heaven, don't none of us want to die. Huh? Because, guess what? We don't know what death looks like. That makes sense? So what he said? I pray not that thou should take them out of the world, but that thou should keep them from... He wanted... You don't take them out of the world, Lord, but just keep them out of the hands of the enemy. Huh? Keep them out of the hands of Satan. Keep them out of the hand of his little demon that is running around in the world deceiving folks. From day to day. Amen. So, then what did he say? They are not of the world, even if I am not of the world. So that means that, guess what? Now, you have changed your life. You have changed from what you used to be. Now you are changed to the side that God wants you to be. So since you have changed to the side that he wants you to be, what did he say? Sanctify them through thy truth. The word of God is what's got to sanctify you. If you don't go by the word of God, we cannot be sanctified. Huh? The truth has got to sanctify you inside out. We try to sanctify the outside. Huh? But you got to be sanctified from the inside out. Your inside should change your outside. Your inside should change your attitude. Your inside should change the way you walk, talk, and live. It's an inside job that needs to sanctify you. Huh? And how is that going to happen? Because you got to go by the truth. The truth said I need to do this. So I need to put forth an effort to do this. And guess what? And just in case I failed at that, I need to go back and find out what the truth said that I need to do to get the requirement of what I didn't do the first time. Yeah. You still got to revert back to the truth. Yeah. You still got to revert back to the word of God. It makes no difference how many times you fail. You still got to go back to the word of God so that the word of God can help you get it correct and move forward. Hmm. Well, we finished this. Y'all already got me sweating. Huh? I mean, intend to go there. Come on, somebody. So it says, Sanctify them through the truth, for thy word is true. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I sent them into the world. He was sending out his disciples so that, guess what? 
they can bring us the good news. And the good news that they brought us was we had to be sanctified. Is that what they say? That they might be sanctified. I, look what Jesus said. I ain't asking you to do nothing I didn't do. I had to sanctify myself. What are you talking about? He was already holy. What do you mean he had to sanctify himself? He had to sanctify himself in the acts of the flesh. He had to set you an example what sanctification was in the flesh. He had to live a life. Look, he had to live a life before his disciples. Wait a minute, now check it. He had to live a life for his disciples to make them to continue to want to follow him. That's why he said, I sanctify myself that they may be also sanctified. Huh? That they may also pattern themselves after me. I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified through the truth. If you ain't going to be in truth, you can forget it. If you ain't going to be in truth, it ain't going to happen. I'm going to stop right there. Because, see, y'all trying to make me sweat before sweat time get here. Amen. A life of sanctification. Amen. Sister Turner, Sister Turner would take... Sunday school lesson next week.